Reason to be cheerful. 1 to 3 p.m. Ayanda Ali Payne on SAFM. Well, if you've just joined us, welcome to Life Happens here on SAFM with Ayanda Ali Payne. You joined us right in time for our Wednesday review feature. The later hip hop Bansula the Jabba, as he was more affectionately known, a song that he called Jabba. He started his whole genre called Motswa Kohe. Uh, breaking new ground there. So uh, for us, whether it's a book, it's a film, it's an event, or a product that's uh, breaking new ground, we review it for you here on this uh, segment. We call it the Wednesday Review. Now, we all know uh, an inquisitive child. If you don't know one, you have one. It's your child. You're to blame for her uh, or his uh, inquisitivity. Is that a word? I don't know. They're inquiring mind. Let me stop. Let me stop inventing English words here. Uh, but yeah, you're to blame for their curiosity and the way in which they just love to look at the world in a different place. So it may be a niece, a nephew, or one of your own. They are taken care of in this particular book that we're going to be talking about. Author Dimakazo Mokodi can relate. She's written a book called Kahano, the Farmer. It tells a story about an inquisitive child who prefers to spend some time with his grandfather on the farm. Uh, his occasional drive to the farm with his grandfather pleases him the most. He learns how to work the land, how to feed the animals, uh, take care of some of the crops. Uh, while his grandfather is affectionate, um, his grandmother, I should say, is affectionate. She's also um, a disciplinarian who uh, takes care of the house and the family. Uh, she's um, a three-dimensional woman who imparts wisdom to her grandson uh, that he will find useful long after she is gone. The book's original title, though, was Mulemi Yo. Uh, because it was written in Setswana, it was then translated into the nine official uh, nine official languages in South Africa, and then the book places uh, its characters in relatable situations where grandparents show children how to realize their full potential in reaching their dreams while tapping into their innermost, uh, even unpleasant situations. Look, I'm really, really excited about this for a number of reasons. Yes. The news junkie in me loves the fact that we're talking about agriculture and land in particular. <laughs> yes, So ma'am. there is that current affairs component there. And then, of course, we know a lot of young people in South Africa grow up with their grandparents or at least go and visit their grandparents. So societal uh, issues are brought to the fore there. And then it's about the little ones, you know, who can be upset over a book that's about children. Thank you very much for coming through, Dimakato. Thank you so much for having me, Ayanda. What informed this book? Um, This book, it was just me, you know, going through... What we are, like as adults, what we are currently going through, Mm. like the land, the issue of the land, you know, what are we going to do with the land when we get it? And how do the kids fit in into Mm. all this? And I thought, let me write a book about farming, you know, so that the kids who live in the suburb and don't know anything about farming and mm. you know crops and all these things they can you know they are, they can use their imagination through reading a book and go to a place that they've never been visited through a book so that's how the actual story came about i love it it also makes agriculture fun yes. you know and something that they can relate to and something that they can enjoy uh, as opposed to it being just this uh, laborious process and something that's dirty and unwanted because i'm wondering whether or not we are cultivating pardon the pun we are cultivating a culture of respecting agriculture and wanting to participate in the agricultural value chain 
I question whether or not we as adults are imparting that kind of, 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 of interest in agriculture in our children. So this book re- really makes um, it fun. It makes it uh, something that's uh, easy to approach as a topic. It is. Um, what, what, and like what happens here is that, you know, Kahano becomes so, the way the grandfather makes it so fun mm. for him to, to, to mend the land, to tend the land. He, even he dreams of becoming like one of the biggest farmer that will supply supermarkets. Yeah. Um, he, he, he has a dream already that when he grows up, this is what he wants to be. And he wants to even upscale it and become one of the biggest. It must be a commercial thing that he's going to do when he's older. So it also teaches our kids that um, you can be an an, an economy, like it can be an economical thing that you can do when you're older. You know, it's not just for home garden and eating. You can make a living out of this and you can provide for your family and feed the the, the, your kids out of this. Yeah. Target market, what age group would enjoy this and benefit from it the most, you think? The age group that will benefit from this would be the kids between the ages of four and like 10. My, I've got a little boy who's five year old now. Yeah. He loves the book. I mean, I mean, I guess maybe it's because it has mommy, like he's been through the process yeah. with mommy. Yeah. So it was tested on him. So he really loves the book. And I believe that young people who loves book, who are introduced to books, they would enjoy the read because it's easy to understand. Mm. They little ones can see themselves in the book. You know, because the, our our boy is seven year old, so they can relate. It's a character that they can relate uh, to. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, for me, I always want to find out about the writing process and whether or not um, this is a first project. Have you written before? This is a first project. My goodness. Yes, it is. <laughs> is it the first of many? Because I have That's, a sneaking suspicion it will be. It's the first. I'm I'm actually in the middle of writing two books ah, at the moment. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm writing a book about a superhero, um, a little girl who is on a wheelchair who mm. is differently abled, and they she uses her powers uh, to save other young ones from being abducted because abduction mm. is a a big thing right now that's happening and we need to teach our kids and give them skills on how to be safe to from from danger of being abducted. Mm. It feels like your your themes are much ado about social issues. So there's a great deal of social commentary here, but it's edutainment. It's not like don't do this, do that, do this. You're entertaining the kids, but also spreading knowledge and information. I, I am actually yeah. one of the guys that I consulted when I was going through this process. He said to me. Dimakazo, hmm, you sound like a teacher. Did you want yeah. to be a teacher when you were growing up? Yeah. I was like, actually, not at all. Yeah. I never wanted to be a teacher. But yeah, I like I really like to impart knowledge. Mm. So that's that's what I'm doing through my books. I love it. I'm going to put you on the spot and ask you to read a little bit for us. But while you prepare yourself, where can we get the book? The book is available uh, directly from us. Uh, you can send an email to info at peoliterature.com, peo spelled P-E-O, literature.com. Or you can get it at Toys with Roots. It's, uh, it's, it's an online shop and or et- Ethnic Kids. They are also an online bookshop. Okay. And it's also available at Zara Books in four ways. Awesome. So read a little bit for us and then we can continue just to give us a taste of what's to come. Okay. Grandma looks at Kahano and smiles. Then... 
he, Grandpa looks at Kahano and smiles. Then he asks, Don't worry, my boy. I'm going to put a net around the plants to protect them. I promise you, the birds will never bother us again, said Grandpa. So, tell me, my boy, what do you want to be when you grow up? Grandpa asks Kahano. I want to be a farmer. I want to own a very big farm and sell fruits and vegetables to big supermarkets, says Kahano. Grandpa dusts off his brown cowboy hat with a string across it and puts it on his head. He says to Kahano, my boy, you are going to be the best farmer in the world and a good businessman, my grandchild. I wish you everything of the best. Oh, bravo. Bravo. You you should consider doing audiobooks as well. They are actually on the pipeline. Hey, they are? They are on the okay, pipeline. Okay, yes. because I think that's so important. This is also something that you can play in your car with your children, you know, if it's an audiobook version. So right now it's bedtime story format, right? It's bedtime story bedtime format. Bedtime story format, but audiobooks are quite helpful when you listen to it in the car, fetching the kids or taking them to school. Now, once uh, we've established that audiobooks are, are coming through, there's also the, the translation. So you've translated into nine official nine languages. Nine official languages. Yes. What informed that? Um, I worked in, I still work in advertising. Mm -hmm. So I just realized while I was working that, you know, it seems as though the language is something that is diminishing amongst our young people. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I felt like I should do something about it. And, um, so like they can speak the language, but most of them, they can't read. So I thought we must reintroduce the books you know, so that kids can read for leisure at home mm. in their African languages as well. So that's what informed this because I, like for me, it was as a sense of I'm losing voiceover artists to use wow. <laughs> in the industry that I work in. And um, soon and very soon, the language itself will also diminish. My word, that's a very interesting component because, you know, we, we don't highlight the importance of our other languages. And by other, I mean other than English yeah. and maybe even Afrikaans. Because I know Afrikaans speaking people are very good at making sure that their kids carry on the language. Yes. But for the rest of us, when you do learn the language and you learn it in a setting that is maybe a township, it's very diluted. And mm. I speak from experience, you know, you get the, 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 the township Kosa and the township Zulu, which which is not quite as authentic as uh, the rural Zulu and the, uh, the untainted Zulu or Kosa. Why is it important that we really instill the, 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 the value of indigenous languages in our kids? The most important part about it is your identity, Ayanda. Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody calls you by the name and says Ayanda, and let's say they, they were going to pronounce it in a wrong way, you will feel offended, you know, because your mm -hmm. name is not Ayanda. <laughs> yeah. It's Ayanda. Mm -hmm. So if they don't learn from that age, you know, to pronounce words when they're young, they're going to think that it's not important no matter how people pronounce their name it's fine mm -hmm. and also uh, besides identity language gives us a sense of uh, ubuntu you know our african language are so rich in um, shaping who we are you know uh, for instance when a little one comes to the house and they're so used to speaking english only when they greet they would normally say hi guys you know which is like <laughs> watered down greeting it's like, yeah. we, we, like who's guys you know uh, but uh, when when a child uh, like you would see kids from like the 
rural areas when they greet they know that when they greet adults they should add a little bit of spice there mm. you know Tumelambaholo. Mm. yeah you, you hear mm. that there's some richness in our languages so i would like our kids not to lose that as they are introduced and it's it's okay it's good for our kids to go to private school and you know get the best education that they can get out there but they should not lose the sense of our culture, our Ubuntu, our heritage. Mm, I love it. I love it. We're going to wrap up this conversation very quickly before we go. We said info at Beu. Beu. Beu literature. literature. Beu means com. seed. Ne? Yes. It's so we seed. are planting a seed. We are planting the seed. Yes. <laughs> info at beuliterature.com is where you can find this and soon other books. Exactly. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. You are most welcome. That is how we wrap up the conversation. Thank you ever so much for having joined us for the last two hours or so. We'll do it all over again tomorrow. Right now it's three o'clock.